Hey, what it is, what it do, good people. Another 6 p.m. session for y'all. Wartime. War. We are radio.com. War Media. And I'm just jumping on here. No uh, preamble, or not much preamble or anything, no warning, forewarning. I would have gave y'all a little bit, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I'm barely in the house even for this time. I would could have easily not been in the house at this point. And, uh, you know, when I found myself being in, I just, I got hit up by uh, a uh, likely guest, a person I should be bringing on in a minute. And, uh, you know, she, she said she was down to talk, so... Uh, you know, I t- sort of uh, told her before that I was going to have her on, and uh, you know, we was going back and forth about that. So uh, I figure I get that out the way, and um, that should be pretty cool. I, I don't see anybody requesting to get on yet, but uh, yeah, I was. You know, it's been a couple weeks, I guess, since I've done one of these, and I'm getting back in the swing of things. I know I wanted to do a session or two before the holiday. I was in mind to do do a session or two last week, but then I got out of that (laughs) and uh, I was focused on doing, like say one or two, maybe I was really thinking about doing one yesterday. Then I got out of, fell out of that again, but uh, I'm doing it now because I'm here, you know, doing it now. So, Uh, and I may do one more before the weekend. And uh, you know, that's pretty much my thinking as far as the sessions right now. And I'm sort of rambling a little bit because I'm not going to have a f- clear focus on what I'm going to talk about. Because there's quite a bit that I could talk about that I feel like talking about. You know, I put out a uh, pretty well-received post yesterday, a column, essay, as it were, on Robert Little, uh, Little a little, however you want to say it, from Black Sports Online. And um, thanks to everybody who read that and uh, who visited the site, whether you were done it before or you're a first-timer, we appreciate it. And hopefully you can uh, explore more we, what we do. And, um, uh, you know, like I said, I you know, got that to talk. I guess, I, you know, there's that, there's – just being outside right now, like you know, I said I was outside, and uh, you know that was kind of it's kind of harrowing. It's, it's it's tough, man. I've I've been outside more than I probably should have been since this whole uh, pandemic thing has started. But you know, I'm I've had you know I I haven't felt the way it's been about being outside. I haven't worried. I'm not worrisome like that, you know, but no, today, I don't know what it was. It was like, you know, just, I don't know if it was, I'm bad with switching uh, climates. Like that stuff gets me going, like, you know, as far as coughing and stuff, with this, if I go like in a real cold place and then switch on heat and cold quickly, you know, that fucks with me, like, you know, and that was what I was doing. I was driving. I was driving in the car and I had my air on. But then I go out in, in this heat and shit. And that just like, 
that was kind of fucked with me. And then I had that mid-afternoon slog that, oh, God, if, you, if you're in your mid-30s, you know what I'm talking about or above, that, you know, you just get sleepy in the middle of the day and shit, especially if you don't really drink coffee or shit like that. You know, I'm about, I don't know what it is, especially during this pandemic and everything, like around four, three, four, five, I'm I'm almost ready to <laughs> lay down at some point during that every day, but I was out, you know, doing shit, so I had to fight through that, and I was fighting, you know, just fighting a little cough and shit, and, and then whenever you have a cough or something now, you worry that you're going to fucking die, and it's like, God, I'll, I'll just, I don't know how long it's going to be before mentally, you know, even if they had like the, uh, you know, the vaccine and, you know, we as a society, you know, maybe we'll somehow get through this, hopefully. But I think mentally there's going to be a, like a big after effect. Like whenever you cough, whenever you have mucus in your lungs, like you worry, you like Fred Sanford wearing it. Is it going to be the big one, you know, <laughs> ready to grab at your chest and, you know, shout out to Elizabeth and all that, you know, I'm, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, I've had issues, too, with, like, uh, I had a bout of uh, uh, pneumonia when I was in college. And, uh, you know, that shit is rough, man. And I think I've, I actually, I think I've already had <laughs> the uh, the the virus. I think, I, I really do think I had, I had it in March. But I'm not sure. I never, I never took, a t- I haven't took a test or anything. Um, uh, you know, maybe I should take one of those antibody tests or something. But uh, you know, I sh- uh, it's this is how it is now. Way of the world, shit. You know. Well, see, nobody's joined it yet. I've been rambling for six minutes. I want to. I don't want to jinx my guests. I've. You know, one guess in the possible. Uh, you know, not a not a very good spades hand. If you want to <laughs> compare guess to spades hands, but uh, I don't know. I'll just keep going for now. Maybe this will be a half hour. <laughs> this may be a short episode, but um, yeah. Though, like I said, I was just outside. It's, I don't really. You don't really need to be outside, man. It, uh, it's, it's, I shouldn't be outside, and but you have you always have to do shit. It's hard to not have shit to do, you know. It, it's it's just you know. I think that's the case for most of us, and you know that's why when you when you go out now, it's not much different than what it was before, you know, COVID and all this stuff. It doesn't seem like it. You know, the only difference is you see the mask and everything. And you know, I'm, I'm glad to live in an area where most point, for the most part, people get it. You know what's going on. It's you know it's not like living in Texas or California or Florida or Arizona right now, where people just don't seem like they're getting how serious this shit is. You know, in Illinois, we've suffered a lot. In Chicago area, there's been a lot of deaths, a lot of sickness, and. Uh, you know, we got to a point where we have tamped down things. We're still not out of the woods yet, 
but we've, you know, flattened the curve as it were, and we've gone through this process and, you know, hopefully it means that it'll continue. It won't get too much worse before it gets better. But, uh, you know, it, the, the way just looking at the sheer numbers and everything, you know, you know, it's, it, it makes you feel a little better knowing that people are paying attention and people are active. Still, a lot of people just do what they want. That's just, that's America, you know, but we don't have people who are aggressively stupid here, it seems like, from our leadership on down. And that's important. The leadership has to set the tone. You know, in a lot of places, the leadership hasn't set the tone. And our federally, our, gov- our government really hasn't, you know, it's devoid of leadership, of course, in the you know, from the White House on down, and they haven't done anything to really help us get out of this stuff. You know, it's it's rough that way. And uh, I've just been looking at some looking at some people talk on on the news stations today, and you know, it's you know people who are analyzing this stuff, doctors and everything. They just say that you know, it, to them, it feels like we just have. 50 different uh, one doctor I, I heard today said like we got 50 different plans and you know you, it's hard to disagree with that you know 50 different plans for 50 states and we should when we should be more unified we should have like you know from a, a unified theory or plan on how to attack this stuff so that we could all get better but we don't and that's why you have these hot spots you know, flaming up all across the country. You know, even when, you know, even after months now dealing with this, we still haven't gotten any better. And we still have so much, you know, uh, so much uh, that's on the line, so much that potentially could, you know, can uh, really get worse. And, you know, you just got to hope that, you know, that your spot Wherever you are closest can uh, do better than some of these other spots. That's the only uh, silver lining that you got, you know. And but even even then, like you worry about how uh, you know people from other these other spots is traveling around and stuff, moving around, and they may move to your area. You know, uh, you know, it may, it, all it can take is one person. One person can come, and uh, you know. You know, be like a, a sick bomb, a COVID bomb just let off right in your area again, and all of a sudden you have a problem again. I think another thing I heard today on the news, like, you know, like it's like two, two percent of infected people are really, no, don't hold me to that, but it's like two percent of infected people are really doing the the brunt of the work in spreading this. Like they're. They're the super infected mugs. Like <laughs> it's not just it's not an even thing like that. It's just oh, here we go. The way of the id, Miss Jamie goes in. It just looks like she's going. Oh my goodness! What did it say? She's unable to join. Jamie, why are you unable to join? Uh, we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, there's my prospective guest right there. My first one at least. And uh, hopefully she can join us. Cause that's I don't know why she couldn't. Uh, we'll we'll work on that. But yeah, 
yeah, it's just uh, like I say, a lot of fraught emotion and stuff going on. Uh, you on IG? That's why you can't join. You gotta get on your phone. Thank you. <laughs> Love Jamie, man. She's she's a character, but uh, Jamie uh writes for, of course, Block Club Chicago. Doing a great job there, and she was uh, at a, an event yesterday. We'll talk about it. Uh, the uh, press conference in Inglewood, uh, coming off of the uh, the unfortunate. No, <laughs> we'll talk about it, but just craziness going on in the city. I was worried about it coming into the summer, but uh, you know, Jamie's been on the ground covering a lot of it, and looks like she's about to come on. Hello. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Aren't we oh. all? Yeah. I, you didn't know that you can't go live on your computer? No, because I'm a Luddite. Kind of <laughs> they should uh-huh. they should be able to let you do that, man. I don't know why they, they don't. They should, but they don't. And it's really silly. But It's a fucking tease. Uh-huh. Like, okay, we're going to let you look at the live stuff, but you can't go on. Right. So, right. I don't know. Let, let's, I mean, we, I'll, I'll be glad to bash IG for the next hour, but, you know, <laughs> we got more important stuff to talk about. That is true. Uh, thank you for inviting me on. It's been a minute, like, since we talked, so this is cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like, we we were able to talk in the, in the, in the olden times when you can sit in a coffee shop like we did and yeah, be I within six feet, of, six feet of each other. Yeah. Like, tell, me, tell me what it was like in the olden days <laughs> when you could like look at, you know, hang out with people face to face without masks. It's, I you, hear it was lovely. Yeah. Is, are you having to tell stories like that to your son now? Is yeah. It, it's like, you know, for, it's like once upon a time we were able to just hang out, you know, in, in, uh, indoors. Right. Um, and not worry about droplets and, and, and droplet distance. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we could sing to each other and talk loudly and be obnoxious. Right, and right. spit on each other. Not intentionally. Man. Not intentionally. Like, that would get you, that should get you stolen on. But, you know, right. if, if a little spittle came out, yeah, you true, didn't true. have, you like, didn't, you know, yeah. if a little spittle came out your mouth, you didn't have to worry about killing someone. <laughs> right, right. That wasn't on your conscience. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, so like, uh, it, like, one of the last things I did before the pandemic was karaoke with friends. So that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that. So yeah, yeah like, I, and, and I you know, didn't want to think about, you know, the people literally spitting on me as they sang. Um, but now, wow, that's risky behavior. It's crazy. Very risky. Very risky. Yeah. Um, but speaking of risky right? behavior, so, um, yeah. Speaking of risky behavior, uh, I told you know the folks you've been out here on the ground, you know, covering some 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 wild stuff going on and some tragic stuff. And um, you know, we we you know I was just possibly was going to possibly have you on yesterday, but you know, you said uh, I know I was I was working. Yeah, tell um, tell everybody where where you were. Um. Well, yesterday, some uh, community leaders, um, activists, and the Chicago police came together um, to take a stand against violence. Um, 
because over the weekend, um, we saw the murders of, of two young people, one of whom was a 20 month old child. Yeah. Um, so it's been really hard these last few days, um, because while we're in the midst of a global pandemic, um, we're also seeing an uptick in gun violence. Yeah. And um, people, you know, are already on edge um, due to, you know, lack of resources. And when you add summer to that and, um, like, you know, um, again, a global pandemic, um, shit's going to get real. So, um it has been a really long um, few days. It's hell. It's been a really long year, and yeah. um, I know we had a really we we also had like a, an uptick in, in gun violence uh, Father's Day weekend. So like every weekend, people were like sort of bracing ourselves. And for, pe- like, people are worried as hell about this coming weekend too because of another right. holiday because weekend. Because of Fourth of July, right? Yeah. So, like, every weekend we're sort of bracing ourselves, and it gets really hard. Um, I I was on Twitter earlier, and I called Geraldo Rivera an errant crotch dropping. Um, <laughs> because... Just, just out of the blue? Or, well, no, because, like, we... Like, Not Geraldo, that he don't deserve it. I mean, no, like, he definitely deserves it. Um... But no, like we were sort of trafficking in that typical, you know, where where's BLM, you know, when it comes, yeah. you know, to like, you know, black people killing each other and yada yada yada. So like we literally, you know, it's like the what about black on black crime sure. bullshit. So I lost it and I linked into my story and I called him an errant crotch dropping because I'm tired. <laughs> I've just about had it. It's cool. Um, I mean, and you have every right to be. I think it's tiring just to hear it, but I can imagine, yeah. you know, covering these things and co- and talk, having to talk to people who are incensed and who've been affected directly by the violence it has to be, a, you know, being a reporter doing that stuff. It's like is is one of the the hardest part of the job. It is, and you know, like you're sitting at and you're like they held the press conference. Um, in in the intersection or at the intersection where this this kid lost his life and you're just it's surreal because you can't fathom you know like losing your own child um, yeah. in such a way and the parents have made appearance um, at yesterday's event but they were so overcome with with grief that they couldn't stay true. Um, but what's really interesting is that like, as we're asking people to come forward and step forward and, you know, um, and snitch, which, you know, I, I really think, um, the, the stop, the, the stop snitching, you know, like, like the, the stop snitching stuff of like the early aughts, I think that was way overplayed. I think more often than not, people were willing to cooperate with police if they got the protection they needed. Um, which, you know, uh, you know, this kind of leads to another problem in that, like, CPD is, like, one of the few municipalities or, like, Chicago's 
like uh, police department um, doesn't offer uh, much in a way of resources if, say, you are witness to a violent crime and you need to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, it's more like a, oh, like, well, thank you for stepping forward. Um, hopes and prayers. Um, hope we see your trial. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that adds another layer of complications, complications to things. And, like, uh, last week, one of my stories had to do with um, a mother who lost her kid who had witnessed the murder of her cousin and testified at the trial. Um, on her way home from a Walmart shift, she's gunned down. And they know that she's, you know, like, the, the police knew that she was in danger. The mother had made it very clear that, you know, like, they knew who who was, you know, targeting her daughter. And yet, and still, like, they, you know, just kind of shrugged and, you know, told them to, you know, like, just, you know, be careful. And it's like, okay, but you want me to help you put this guy away. Mm-hmm. But you're not, again, offering any, any type of protection in order to make that happen. It's like, the fuck. Um, that's, basically, that's, so, yeah. the, that's basically the first season of The Wire, too, by the way. Right. Like, I mean, like, it, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like, you're, again, like, it's, it's you know, Chicago, <sighs> Chicago is such a great city for the most part, but um, I think we're seeing what happens when, when, again, People aren't getting the resources, the jobs, the support they need to survive, and yeah. that and this pandemic has sort of exacerbated all of these things. So, yeah. Charles Preston, uh, I, I was doing some, um, um, you know, just messing around on Twitter earlier, and I think he, yeah, he said uh, Chicago's a violent city because it's a racist city. So I mean, yeah, it's pretty much what you what it comes down to. It's like I, I. Our city has our city has been designed in a way where all these things are happen. They they're happening naturally, and yet we have no idea how to fix them. Like I mean, I think I mean, but here's the thing: I think there have been there have been ideas. There have been yeah. I want to get into that. Like, what have people been saying? I mean, like basically, it's you know, hey. You know, like when we say to defund the police, that's exactly what the fuck we mean. And we also mean taking money from CPD to fund things like, you know, um, uh, mental health programs and, uh, you know, more money for food banks, more money for after school care, more money for kids. Like these are common sense approaches that people have been yelling about since fucking Rahm Emanuel was in office, even when Daly was in office. And mm-hmm. the fact that we're still having these same conversations, you know, uh, 10, 15 years later, and, you know, and people were going, oh, so that's what you meant. You're like, really? Yes. Nigga, that's what, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> it's, hey, you, you know hey, I get that. Hey. You know how I talk. So like, well, it, I mean, it, you're fine here. You're fine here. It's, okay. It's okay. And but yeah, like that's what people mean when they when they talk about you know putting money directly back to these communities. And I think you know what we're seeing differently with Lightfoot is that okay, so what, like we are we're talking to talk when it comes to um, supporting black businesses and, and black entrepreneurship. But 
for those of us who aren't aspiring business owners, like what's happening there? Yeah. Like again, where where are our mental health clinics? Where where are our <laughs> like why can't we get cops out of schools? Like this, you know, these things, these issues aren't gonna go away if we, you know, just make nice for cops. Like there's literally a guy who um, sent the president of the FOP an open letter. Uh, today, resigning from from the union because yes, of the racism. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I, I don't, I don't think you can reform something that's um, deeply, deeply rotten, like just rotten to the core. You have to dismantle it. And it seems to be a waste of money because you go put more money into these cops and they can't, they can't solve crimes. They can't. Stop. Like there's a fucking consent decree <laughs> that, that we're like. Yeah. Like all of these things are happening with a with a consent decree in place. Yeah. Like you can't. Um. There's there's no excuse for that. There's like I had a, a colleague of mine. Her well, you probably saw the story with with CPD pulling you know these young women out of a car at North Riverside Mall. All right. Yeah. So. Again, all of this shit is happening with a consent decree in place. Can you imagine? Like, well, you don't have to imagine what happened without a consent decree because, you know, we're old enough to remember John Burge. Mm -hmm. So, I just, you know, like, again, I think a lot of us are saying the same things that we were saying, you know, two administrations ago. And I'm not really sure if... Lightfoot is truly listening, um, but I also know that we did not get um, a progressive in office, right? I yeah, think the, the biggest misconception mm. was that Lightfoot was progressive, and she's not. She's never been that girl. Yeah. She's never going to be that girl. And I think we have to sort of adjust. Um, we have to we have to adjust our expectations, so um, and kind of work with what we have. And I think if we, you know, I think there might be some wiggle room to sort of push her to get cops out of schools, um, to again sort of push for like the reopening of mental health clinics because that is a big big thing, yeah. like. If that anything, would be an alarm. Like the shooting of those two kids on 79th and Luella. Yeah, at the gas station. Yeah. Right. And the kid, you know, like the explanation is, well, they asked me how tall I was. Like, if that's not, like, showing you just how necessary um, mental health clinics are, you know, are right. needed back in back in these areas, I don't I don't know what, what that, like, so no, but I mean a soapbox, but yeah, no, like, um, in, in short, like, shit fucked up, I'm having whiskey, so. <laughs> I feel you. What, 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 what brand is that? That's uh, Tullamore Dew. Okay. So, a friend of mine brought it for me for my birthday, and um, my birthday's in January, and it's, like, practically gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a hard, hard um, shelter in place. <laughs> but that'll hey that'll work that'll that'll help get you through Listen, on some level i don't want to i won't talk about what i've been using to get through but you know <laughs> like it's edibles yeah it's <laughs> edibles and whiskey like Ooh. i have 
You got to take them edibles late, too, because I'll be gone. And... Right? No, no, like, I get the best sleep ever. Like, yeah. it's, like, I, it's like uh, I, have a, I have a whole, like, fucking, like, routine now. Like, every week, uh, every Saturday, I join my friends in this group Zoom call. And I take an edible and, like, a couple shots of whiskey or a martini. And uh, I literally fall asleep on them as we're in the group. <laughs> They see <laughs> like, you nodding off, like. Yeah, it's like, I'm literally, like. Like, and then I wake up to, like, a gazillion messages talking about how I fell asleep in the group chat. It's great. Um, but, yeah, no, that's my coping mechanism now. It's just weed and whiskey. <laughs> that's it. That's, ain't nothing wrong with that. I got to put you onto this group on Facebook that I'm on. Uh, are you using Facebook? Um, I do. Like, I mean, I don't use it too often because yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying friends to... Yeah. Most of my friends and relatives are shitheads, but yeah, like when it comes to like work stuff, then yeah, definitely. But there's this, there's this cool uh, like whiskey enthusiast group that I'm part of oh. that I'll I'll put you onto it. Word, like send me the invite, bro. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But uh, yes, yeah, you know, beyond that, you know, how's everything been? It's been, you know, I know you got. Like, I mean, life is life is okay. I I'm very grateful to have a job in this economy. Right, yeah. And, and, and in, the, in our industry, too. Definitely. I find myself really fortunate to work for an organization that not only walks the walk, but talks the talk when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Um, it's weird, and it's refreshing, and it's really wild the way. Because like, you always wait for like the other shoe to drop or whatever, but it's not. It hasn't dropped, and it's probably not going right. to. And I'm really grateful for that. Um Especially in in a during a time when you know, like you're seeing organizations traditionally, you know, you're seeing traditional media go, oh wait, so racism is bad. Oh, okay, Black Lives Matter, you guys. <laughs> like we're gonna hire all the Negroes. We're gonna yeah. hire them all. We're gonna. We're capitalizing oh. those bees now. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, listen, like Negroes are in fashion this season. So, yeah. like, I am telling everybody I know, like, get. Whatever project you're trying to get off the ground, do it now, nigga. Like, just, just let's just let's go. <laughs> the game is open. Let us run through. About it's about time, you know. It's, it's about time. For sure. But it, it's still it's still a lot of foolishness out there, you know. And um, now I want to get your thoughts on um, you know, uh, I think uh, probably the major thing that came out of this weekend, you know, I wrote about it yesterday. With, oh uh, yeah. With Rob Little, and, man, um, you know it's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot that goes into it when 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 regards to black folks in in media and oh, and so black like, women in yeah. media and yeah, you know, I, like I said, I like I, said, I wrote I wrote about it and I said I've known the dude and he was cool. It was cool with me, but that's largely because he couldn't fuck me. No, exactly, <laughs> and. But it's like to to see the way that he treats these that he treated these people who he worked with is is really disappointing because there's so few of us who get a get in a position to really build something in this industry. Yeah. Not even not even just do something where you can thrive and make money and stuff, but to build something that is new. And he's just fucked it off because of bullshit because he wanted to get some. His dick wet, and that's yeah. uh, that's the real like 
that's the shit that blows me. Like, you have this opportunity, and let's not, like, probably don't, like, that nigga was, like, <laughs> like, gossip girl. Like, he started mm-hmm. off as the sports gossip girl. He called most of his um, content from gossip blogs yep. and could not be bothered to, like, fact check or grammar check anything. So, like, all, like, and the, the, despite that, he still got, like, some play, some legitimacy. And instead of building on that, instead of, you know, like, really holding the door open for for black women, he took the opportunity to take advantage of them. Yes. And that, like, working in black media, like, it's not a picnic. And I know that from personal experience. Sure. Um, and so, it, like, not, you know, working in traditional media is a pain in the ass. But when it happens with your own, it it really hurts you to the core. It shakes you to the core. And it makes you, like, really question yourself and the moves that you're making and what your career trajectory is going to look like because you're at the mercy of someone else who, you know, who looks like you. you they're one of you. They're your own people, right? It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. Um, and the fact that Robert, you know, took that and, you know, and, and like I, I am stuck on because a lot of the conversations I've seen on Twitter surrounding BSO is, well, you know, they knew they weren't getting paid, so like he told my friend that they weren't getting paid, and so the fuck, <laughs> like black media also has a thing a problem with paying their talent or their their writers, and we saw that with Ebony. Ebony still owes me one hundred seventy five dollars in twenty thirteen. Wow, uh, <laughs> I'm never going to see that catch. Um, but you know we we can't. Like it's it's like we can we can clap back at traditional media for undervaluing undervaluing us. Oh God, too much booze already. Um, <laughs> but we but we can do that, and we can also hold ourselves accountable for the bullshit that we do. True, and I think that's important. And um, if there is any justice in the world, um, then this will truly cancel BSO and Robert. But I don't think it does. I don't think. As, as, as much, as damning as the evidence is, as fucked up as the situation is, I don't see people going, hey, fuck that guy, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't see, I don't see TMZ, well, like... T- uh, TMZ actually, that. TMZ actually get, I, did, I think I did see something where they gave him the boot. Oh, they did? I believe so. Let me, let me oh, check. Oh, wow. But, uh, I, I think TMZ ain't fucking with him. But, um... But I agree with you though that he will he will get to exist on, on some level and that that site will get to exist because there'll there'll be a number like you said there'll be a number of people yeah yeah uh, Robert Little's out of TMZ Sports yep but okay. uh, uh there'll but, be there'll, but, but like I mean like but then I I have to, again like I'm like okay like what does truly canceled mean? Right. Because we've seen what happens. Like people lose their positions and then miraculously get hired somewhere else. Like Mark Halpern, Mark, Mark, Mark Halpern had a a 20 year career of harassing women and lost a Showtime show and then suddenly popped up with a book deal. And, um, I think a gig at, at Fox, which I mean, (laughs) um, 
you gotta harass somebody before you get uh, hired at Fox. I think. I mean, like I feel like it's prerequisite. Like it's like, oh, have you not have you not engaged in sexual harassment? We can't hire you. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no. Um, but no. So like we, I, I just, I wonder how long he's just gonna, you know, sort of stay low and build before he shocks the gram with his new position, wherever that may be. Um, yeah. yeah, and but I also like I, I, and I told uh, I was talking to Mickey about for Mickey about this, and um, she, you know, I was like, okay, so like, I mean, like, it's very interesting. Like, I, I feel like, okay, fine. Like, this dude fucked up, and he should be held accountable. But we also have to examine our complicity in these, in these issues, in these matters, because like, if you know that this dude is not hiring off of talent, but off of looks. If you feel as though that he's taking advantage, if you are seeing all of this shit in real time, like at what point, because I don't understand if there was a paycheck involved in all of this. Like I can, I can sort of get the, um, the hesitancy, the, the hesitance to sort of call this dude out or whatever, if it was a matter of paying your rent. But this dude wasn't even paying you. Like it's it's black girl marriage all over again, all over again. Like like Jamie Rodnax built an entire platform off the content and work of other black women, of other women of color, and didn't pay them. Yeah. Like how does this keep happening? How does Ebony and even legacy black media, like black legacy, like how do you build something off? of our work and we have to sue you to pay yeah, yeah especially, um, especially your organization's been as long around as long as johnson publishing was and exactly it's like, and like I mean, and that, that's the thing that gets me again like in in it in it i know like it's it's like this argument is eer- eerily similar to you know well if Black Lives Matter, then, you know, they have to match black people. But in this case, it's kind of like, if, if, if black writers matter, if, if black artists matter, up to us, first and foremost, yeah. we have to pay people for, we have to pay people with their worth. We can't underball them, we can't, you know, uh, or lowball them, we can't tell them, you know, like, well, you know, you'll get paid in exposure, because exposure doesn't pay rent. It doesn't. You can't feed your kids with exposure. You can't, you know, um, and while, you know, uh, Robert, you know, while some folks were successful um, in finding other, um, like other, you know, paid other gigs, jobs, yeah. um, that still doesn't excuse the fact this man pay his writers while he's building this platform that has raked in a, a considerable amount of money for him. It, like, right. that's, that's what it comes down to like there have right. been you know like I, I know what I know what it's like to not be able to pay people but I don't make money either so it's like right it's, like, but, right but like even you know but like I think even like just the like when when Mickey and I ran for feminism we wanted to make sure we were able to kick a little something right sure like even if it is just 50 bucks. Um, it's you know something, and it's and it's telling that what like like 
like we had just, you know, like it was, we were just a no nothing, a no name blog for a minute, but we still managed to, you know, we still felt like we had to pay people, you know, for, for their work. And meanwhile, I'm writing bullshit articles at ExoChain, um, which, you know, has the backing of, you know, investors and, you know, like, uh, you know, like it, it had enough money to pay its writers. And I'm so I'm, I'm getting 50 bucks an article mm-hmm. for, you know. Um, so it's really, it's really crazy to me that again, like we are talking about like yet another, uh, black owned, um, media outlet that is behaving badly and fucking over black women. Yeah, and and that, and that's what I think is the worst part of it because, you know, it, it's like y'all get the brunt of it. Like dudes, yep. like we we can deal. You know, we we in most part we we don't really have that, even have that element of being harassed in that way. It's like if a dude hates you or, or blackballs you in the, in our business, it's just it's just the thing. But to have that and then be like. It, to to deal with the blackballing because you don't want to ha- give have sex with somebody, that's like man. that's man, that's horrible, man. It's like I, I can like, see if it, if it, if it was because of my if it was because of something I did actively and I was yeah. a, and I was a troublemaker or some shit or I didn't I didn't write work for them or if my my you know if right, I if I just based if, on not based on your work it's it's based on whether or not you put out which yeah. is really. It's, it's like, and it's so common that, like, it's it's not even you know, like we don't even think about it. Like, we don't even like. I watched on the record finally um, the the documentary about the like about Russell Simmons' accuser. Okay. And like, she survives this horrible, vile thing that happened to her. And she tries to get past it. She loves her work, so she's able to, you know, despite departing from him, um, rebuild her career, and she's had some success. And then um, L.A. Reid happens, and she talks about how she would bring from artists like Kanye and John Legend. And because she refused to sleep with him, they never, they never got their shot. Mm. And it was enough to, it was enough for her to be like, you know what? Maybe this industry isn't for me. Maybe I need to just do something else. Because this is now, now the second time that she's, looking at, you know, at her career, you know, being threatened or, 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 you know, um, and, and, and the first time resulted in something so horrific that she'll live with the rest of her fucking life. And now here you have this fucking guy who's like, so you're not going to sleep with me. Okay. I'm just going to sabotage your career. Then that's cool. And, 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 you know, as you know, like, and, and like two, now huge stars were collateral damage. Yeah. It's wild to me. Like the, the fact that we are always at the mercy of men's dicks is, is just <laughs> 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 I 
Um, but yeah, like it's, it is, it is really, really, it's really fucked up. And now we are, you know, and now like not even 24 hours after the, the BSO story dropped, we're looking at Essence and a group of anonymous uh, former and current staffers are calling Essence to the carpet about horrible work conditions and colorism and sexual harassment. And it's like, wow, oh, wow. Essence. Fucking Essence. Um, hey, you, I, I'm, just, I'm just hearing this from you now. I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, no, like, um, so yeah, so like they, like there's a Twitter account. There is, um, they, they wrote a, I think they got together and, and wrote a Medium post not too long ago. And they're calling for the resignation of the CEO and uh, some of the managing staff. Um, and so it's, again, like, it's wild to see that these spaces that were supposed to be safe spaces for us uh, were not so safe for a lot of the people who work there. Um, yeah. it, it, really, it really does suck. That's rough. It, I mean, who's been and like mostly, you know, one thing that I called for in my piece was that we should have more women in charge in in general and more women in charge, especially in media. But I would think that would be the case at Essence, right? As, as yeah. With, so like, so it's a woman led. It's a woman led shop. Yeah. And which was which is sort of again like we have to be like I feel like we have to be very careful and. And, and when, when we sort of champion these ideas to to hire more women or hire more black people, like that is great in theory, but um, if that woman is say more Sarah Palin than Angela Davis, then you're not gonna want this person running anything. Um, yeah. So we have, to, I feel like we have to, you know, like, be very careful in and what you know, like I consider like sort of this lean in um sort of, you know, like approach to diversity and inclusion. Like it's not just enough to have black women in those spaces or um POC in, or, or women of color in those spaces if they're not gonna do what the fuck they're supposed to do. Like it doesn't it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help, and it, and it only. It only harms us. Like I, I find it really interesting that for me, like when I think about like the mentors that I've had in this industry, none of them were black women, and that's not because I didn't seek them out. Um, I don't. I don't know what to really parse from that but again it's a matter of making sure that the people that we put in these positions of power really truly want to help those who are you know coming who are either beginning their careers or 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 transitioning or whatever like they have to really want to do that work yeah Uh, and it's it's hard to find it's not too many people that's true like that. And it, it, vetting is important. And it's, it's important because 
nowadays you can you can be a Robert Latal and start a blog and just come out of nowhere and not really even have a background that's based in journalism exactly. or, or any type of, you know, any type and, and have any type of moral authority or moral uh, background that, that, that you build off of any type of firmament in that way. So like, you know, I, I said it too in my piece, like a lot of people just, they get rose up that corporate ladder and they just, and all it does for them is just make them worse people. <laughs> and then they right. get it, they I get mean, it, like, you know, they get in places of, they get in their positions of power, and then they just take out years of bad uh, habits and and bad teaching that they got, and take it out. Exactly. Of it's like you give an asshole power, and what what happens? He becomes an asshole with power, like, supreme asshole, and they abuse it. Yeah. Um, so again, like we have to be very careful in, in diversity and inclusion, and. That isn't. This, I mean, that isn't to say that we don't need more, um, more black and brown faces in positions of authority. But again, they have to be folks who are um, uh, sort of committed to the idea of bringing everybody to the table. Okay, we got a question here. Thank um, you, thank you, Kristen McHugh, twenty-two. Uh, go ahead, Jamie, if you want to roll off on that. Oh. Chris, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, um, what, like, especially particularly with the BSO thing, again, the fact that like female employees heard, well, he hires women based off looks, not talent, um, and yet still played that game is is a little troubling to me. Like, if you knew that this man was playing these ball-headed games and you still signed off on it and you weren't even drawing a paycheck from it, then you are complicit in this, in his bullshit. And, and I think, you know, some, maybe it had to do with youth, maybe it had to, again, sort of to do with, you know, being in this exclusive club where you have access to. And yeah. Access, access, let me get, access right. is a, is a thing. And I'll, I'll speak to this particularly with sports journalism. When right. one thing I think that Robert got away that allowed him to get over with folks, and it's it is painful too because he he would have folks like be allowed to have access to people and events and stuff, even and they would have to pay to get to a lot of those places, like to to yeah. go to a Super Bowl press conference or uh, the uh, NBA playoffs or the the NBA the NFL draft combine and stuff. But they would have to pay for that to get to those places too. But they would be able to get in those places because they were they say I'm a BSO staffer, and at, over time that began to mean something, and that's that's part of his hustle definitely. But it yeah, it's, it, you you you, be, you become a part of the hustle in a way, and you feel that you sort of getting over in a way, even though you're not getting that regular pay. Right, and and, and that was the same. That was the case with Black Girl Nerds too. Like you had story after story about like contributors and you know like staff who had to literally pay their own way um but got the access off the strength of being affiliated with bgn sure um and so again it begs the question like what are we doing if again we are creating these spaces if we're creating these spaces in name of of you know again having a a a, a place for um 
black folks, black women in particular, to, to call their own. And as we're creating these spaces, we are literally abusing them. Like, what is, I mean, like, what does that say? And how do we, like, I, I, I keep, like, every time I look up, there's another outlet, there's another media outlet that is being called out for behaving badly. And it's like, okay, are there any that are doing it right? Because, like, I am, like, it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I, there's people out there who I admire and, and people who I think are doing good. I, I shout out like here in Chicago, people like the tribe, people like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. My, yeah. Yeah, my people's the bigs and, you know, in the sports area, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, in my barbershop, my guys over barbershop, uh, chair net, I should say. Like, there's some people out there who's, who I think are doing their thing as independents, but it's like, even you know, like you said, it's it's too much. It's too much. I think people who's just trying to get over, and tr- yeah. just trying to like, just trying to be seen and heard in the way of getting getting uh, getting easy money, you know, off, right? Off it's of like being and, seen. and you're training, right? And like you're you're sort of you're training on this. You're training on your blackness, and you're training on your you know like your aesthetic or whatever to like do this and that's what makes it all the more disappointing like it's just it's you know black lives matter but i'm not gonna pay keisha the 300 over for her 1500 word <laughs> article okay yeah. um, you get, you, so yeah so like i i don't so i like i find it like i think for a lot of folks being able to come forward with their stories about being black in media is it's great because you it makes people realize they're not alone yes um and that and, and media definitely needs its day of reckoning like as we as we're talking now um like legacy media is uh sort of um warning the death of a daily caller reporter who um, was uh, most famous for harassing Wesley Lowry um, around the time when he was reporting uh, from Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, so the, the reporter died of cancer, um, I think yesterday, and um, got a glowing uh, tribute in New York Mag. And again, it's like all of these folks are sort of praising this racist white woman for her work of being a fearless journalist and most of her career she spent terrorizing black and brown journalists um so again i <laughs> it's great that we're having this moment in which we're we're calling media to the carpet for, for all the sins that they've committed and and some of them are listening and some of them aren't and i'm not really sure how long this moment's going to last um but I just wonder, okay, we're here now. What happens, like, a year from now, two years from now? Yeah. Are we, are black people still going to be in? Are we still going to be in fashion? So, like, <laughs> so we're, getting, we're still getting these opportunities? Like, what yeah. is that? Yes, it definitely needs to die. Like, don't speak ill of the dead, definitely needs to die. Um, but before... But yeah, like, I just, I just, you know, I wonder what what the landscape looks like a year from now. And if we're still going to be kicking the same, you know, I'm here. I'm listening. We're listening. Black lives do matter. Yes. It's yeah. like, 
all right, Katie, but you know, yeah. call me a nigger the other day. So okay, I don't know. Like, right. I don't what's going to happen next time you? I I piss you off. What's going to happen right. next time? So what, what happens next time I challenge you? Yeah, and and you don't like the, you don't like my tone. Yeah, um, I just you know I don't like your like, tone, queen. Right. Like, I don't want this to devolve into some, you know, like, year-long sensitivity training that you guys are just going to fucking ignore yeah. uh, or fall asleep in well, or during. Um, before we signed I, off, though, I want to, I what what has been your favorite uh, uh, whip net, whip, whiplash capitulation to to uh, white, to the white establishment in, in recent time? It's, you know, talk we, we talk about things like you know, allowing black people to voice black cartoon characters, or or is it uh, you know, uh, taking master, taking the so, the okay, word I'm master bedroom away? I am, I am stuck on that. I am stuck on the. <laughs> I was I supposed to know? We weren't like it was wrong for me as a white person to voice a black character. Out of all the things, like you have to know. <laughs> Who I adore, who I adored up to a point. Going, you know what? You know what? My my character needs to be voiced by a black woman. Really, bitch, you don't say. Okay. <laughs> um, I am, and like, okay, like, I know that language matters, that words matter, that um, overall, as as banal and and small. Um, these these measures may seem that um, that in the grand scheme of it, um, hey Maria, um, then the grand scheme of things, this these you know these things do matter and they do make an impact at some point. What I why they well why they what, take the Golden Girls show off where they just had. I don't like uh, it's face. an overcorrection. Like <laughs> I mean, like we are. I, I think like we are so used to not we. I'm sorry. I feel like white folks are so used to overcorrecting that they will do the most to like yes. if it means do the most you know, by doing the least. Right. Like and like and what makes it so bad is like the Golden Girls episode goes out of its way. This particular episode goes out of its way to like make a joke. Like no, 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 we're not. It's just. Just like I mean, we're really underestimating the sophistication of the average golden. Oh boy, <laughs> she just Jamie just dropped for some reason, but yeah, we're coming close to the end anyway. I think she was talking about the uh, the sophistication of the average Golden Girls viewer, and I think even in general, the the average. Comedy. Let me get it back in right quick. There's a there's a lack of uh, definitely being able to discern what messages yeah, are being. I don't being. know what the fuck happened there, but yeah. yeah that so, was... so basically, <laughs> white people are doing the most. Um, but I think but you I, think you I, would I get enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, and it's okay. It's it's fun to have them on the run right now. We, they're really on the run. Right, right, right like now. we got them on the ropes for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, so like, I, I um, stop killing us. That would be super. Like, I mean, that's what this really, <laughs> that, like all of these that would be nice. Yes, are great. But if you could just stop killing us without um, cause or um, you got about ten seconds left. 
oh shit, yeah. You can't just, <laughs> like, just please stop doing this. That's all I want. Like, I mean, you can have Christian Bell, like. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay, look, I, I'm doing this. The, this is the first time I'm doing this because I hated the way that ended. Look, okay, I'm, I just, I just, I just want to come back right quick so we can end this, end it right. Okay, and, okay. Uh, but thanks for obviously first. Thanks for coming, coming on and talking with me. Well, thank you for inviting me. This was great, and yeah. uh, I, I enjoy coming on shows that allow me to to be as profane as I want to be. So you it's, can always it's always a profane. pleasure chatting with you because you let me be as profane as I want to be. Exactly. I, I can't have you any other way. But, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, you for accepting me as I am. Yeah, uh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. But <laughs> but yeah, we, we we you were talking about. Just at the end that you were talking about. Oh yeah, so like basically, like I, well, I, I again, like I understand that language matters, and like in the grand scheme of things, all of these, all of these like moves will have a, a better, like will have a lasting effect, right? Like I feel like we will benefit from from this moment, even with these small gestures. Um, that's like the logical side of me. The the tired black person side of me is just like stop killing us. Like that's really where we are yeah. in this book. Um, like all of this is well and good. Um, just um, stop killing us. Uh, give me a home loan and <laughs> uh, pay me. Fairly. That's it. Like, you don't ask for much. Like, All right, we, we can't even get another $1,200 check, man, out of these fools, man. Listen, they were just like, here. I'm, what, people are dying? <laughs> are you out of work? Okay, uh, you can't pay that? Here's $1,200. Uh, good luck. Godspeed. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how that works out. Yeah. Oh, you want more money? We don't have more money. Is, is your name Viacom? Is it Sprint? Is it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't we can't do anything for you, ma'am. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, like I mean I, I think that I that most most black folks I know um just want the the freedom to walk down the street or jog down the street or be nosy or you know, have a beer or shop or be in our own fucking homes. Without being shot, that's it. Right. That's all. Right. And it, it don't matter if you a young shooter from around the way, or you're a a, a policeman, a ten a ten year exactly. policeman. If you do wrong, exactly. you need to be arrested. Exactly. And like I, you know, and and maybe we prevent the you know the young head from picking up that gun if we give him some shit to do. Exactly. Um. And nine times out of ten. That young head is going to be held accountable for his actions. Yeah. Like he's going to be arrested. He's going to be prosecuted to full extent the law. They don't get slapped like on the wrist. Like when they when like I mean if, when they when when CPD wants to solve a case, they'll fucking solve it. Um but when it comes to you know, um punishing their own 
part, you know, or, or holding their 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 employees accountable, it becomes a problem. And I think that's the thing. Like we have to stop looking at. I mean, there's so like we we grow up on propaganda, right? We watch Law and Order. We our our grandparents watch Dragnet. Um, there's always been the sort of tendency to to you know worship law enforcement. Um, the fact that you know, like even you know, like like, like this moment is so pivotal that that cops is canceled now. Like <laughs> yeah, that I didn't even know that show was still fucking on. Yeah. But after thirty years. Cops is canceled. So, literally canceled. Right. Um, so yeah. So like, I feel like we are we are slowly but surely coming to some sort of reckoning um, with with modern day policing. What again? What this looks like a year from now, two years from now, I'm not sure. But I do know that it's definitely different. We're having a definitely we're definitely having a different conversation. Now that we had in 2014 or 2015, where it was Mike Brown, or you know 2013, where it was when it was Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. um, and while Trayvon wasn't necessarily murdered by law enforcement, uh, he was killed again by the justice system. So I feel again like these are we're, we're headed in the direction. That seems promising, but I'm, 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 you know, I'm still, you know, I won't hold my breath. Yeah, please don't do that, cause <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, no, I will pass the fuck out, right. like, for sure. Like, hey, oh, it's my friend, hi, Kevin. Um, <laughs> All right, Kevin, thank you for joining. Well, we we yeah, about to go so off in a little in a yeah, second here. Thank you for coming. Yeah, <laughs> but y'all. Every everyone can listen to this on uh War on Anchor on our podcast platform. Uh we're on um, you know, just search up We Are Regal Radio or War on Anchor on um Apple Podcast, uh Spotify. We're on uh, uh I Heart Radio now too, so you can tell your auntie that they can listen to us on iHeart Radio. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Moving on up. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, we we everywhere you wanna listen to podcasts, you can hear all of me and Jamie cursing and and talking shit. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, like I said, this this is great to have you on, and, and thanks again. And, and tell everybody where they can typically hear you, uh, you know, talk shit and and, and put pressure on these people. <laughs> um, well, um, I Twitter is my Twitter is my vehicle to for shit talking, and again. Well, uh, uh, again, I must say I am very grateful to work at an organization that allows me the space to call Gerardo Rivera like a an errant uh, cross dropping. <laughs> yeah, not not a lot of organizations would allow you to right, do that. Right, like, like listen, like my editor like reached out and she's like Jamie, and I was like I was hacked. I was like, I, like, I was, like it was Torrey's cousin. I, I would I would never. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, I think we have to start speaking truth to power, and I'm very fortunate to work for an outlet that does that. So, um, so yeah. So, but you can catch me on Twitter at the way of the id, not the way of the id, 
Sway at the Id. They can read a book. <laughs> Free. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I also am a reporter for uh, Inglewood, uh, Aubrey Gresham and Chatham, um, for Block Club. So uh, please check out blockclubchicago.org. Um, we we are uh, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. New it never sleeps. Sometimes we rest, but not not much because there's so much news. You guys, so much. You guys are doing great. I'm, you guys are doing great. <laughs> Thank you. I will, yeah, my, my boss would be very happy to hear that. Um, but no, like I just I, just, I do wish that news would take a nap though, so I could take a nap. It'd be great. Yeah, that would be nice if 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 fuckery would stop for like a day or Man, so. Man, listen, like I would just like please, please, <laughs> just not, just don't. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I always joke about like how I like in high school, like I, I hated homework and then I chose a career that's like nothing but homework, so I really fucked myself with that. <laughs> yeah. Um You yeah. learn new <laughs> shit every day. It's like yeah, yeah. Right. Like a lot of journalists didn't really fuck with school like that, but then we yeah, we got into a career path where we just have to write and research right, and everything. ask questions. And, and ask questions, stuff, yeah. it's, it's really great because it feeds my curiosity. Like, like journalism really is like, uh, like a perpetual like school. It's been learning mm-hmm. new things. Um, sort of, you're, you're you're learning new subjects. You're taking on new things, and it's just it's a it's a world discovery. And I'm very grateful to like be able to like go, hey, what does this mean? And like ask a question, and like get paid for it. It's great. Yeah, that is the good. That is cool, Puck. There, there, there are much worse ways to make a dollar. I'm sure you know that. That is true. I mean, like you could be Tucker Carlson. So like <laughs> I always think I like I can look myself in the mirror, oh, look at myself in the mirror, and not feel bad for being a hat. So like there, yeah, I get to yes. sleep at night, but peacefully. But thank you so much for inviting me. This was super fun. Yeah, I'm going to leave you to your whiskey. Wait, but you say you're almost out, though, aren't you? Like, I got, a, like, this much. Let me tell you, this pandemic, I, <laughs> like. You got to make a run. So much, like, I just killed my bourbon the other day, so I'm down to, to my whiskey. Yeah. But I'll leave you to whatever you got left. It, or, it, 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 hope, you got some, you got any edibles left? Uh, Hell, yeah. I keep them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> handle your handle your business and, and enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, you too. Yeah, I holler at you soon. You know, right. to give you give Bye. your family give your family my best and uh, you know keep it keep it. Tell your girl Mickey, man, I like to talk to her too. You know? Okay, I will definitely tap her. You know, yeah. she's New York Times bestselling author. Mickey yeah, Google. big no. wig. No, <laughs> <laughs> she's my famous friend. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, no, I'll definitely let her know. That would be really dope. Like, I, um, Mickey always gives a great fucking interview, so. Yeah, I, I saw her on Chicago tonight uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. She was real good on this, so. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah. No, and she did uh, Trevor Noah, uh, too, and it's like, oh, wow. So, like, you yeah, know, it's been really great yeah, to watch. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, man. it's oh, really, really, it's really been great. It's like, she's worked so hard and long at this shit, like. It's been really great to sort of watch her career, you know, like finally, like come, you know, and all the folks who were, you know, gatekeeping and talking shit. It's like, oh, oh, that's a story that that's a real one who who, who made it. And, and, you know, you could feel confident that she's going to hold us up, hold us all up. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, enjoy your evening, girlfriend. Will do, sir. (laughs) Thanks again. All right. All right. Take care. All right.
All right, it's my girl there, man. And uh, yeah, we finally ended there for real. No false ending that time. And uh, yeah, that's it. That is today's war time session. And uh, like I said a couple minutes ago, you can listen to us war on Anchor. The uh, we are Regal Radio. Search us on any major podcast platform, and uh, you know we got you. You know we'll be able to listen to this and uh, plenty other stuff coming up soon. Uh, more getting back in the get in the swing of things with sports. Uh, you know, uh, running with war, a basketball podcast. Uh, you know, maybe with some more football and baseball stuff coming up. And uh, check us out too on YouTube. We got some videos coming up on YouTube now. Some of our talks we're filming, uh, streaming uh, uh, through StreamYard, a uh, new platform that we're utilizing. So you can see us do our thing on YouTube. Uh, you'll see that a lot pretty uh, coming up soon. So I'm about to leave my, about to enjoy myself and imbibe on something. <laughs> and enjoy the rest of my evening. So uh, thanks again to all y'all who joined us on IG. We'll be back there soon. And uh, if you listen to this, uh, you know, share, subscribe, rate us if uh, where wherever you can rate us. Show us love and we'll show it right back. All right? Be safe out there.